Hello, beautiful souls. I am so excited to introduce you to my next guest, a dear friend and incredible mentor of mine, Gerald Rogers. Gerald is a transformational leader that has spent the last decade plus changing people's lives through his workshops, seminars, and retreats. He is committed to be a force for good and awakening souls to their greatness. And I will tell you that this episode is pure gold. His wisdom and knowledge and what he brings to the table is invaluable. And make sure that you stay tuned to the very end because I have a very special announcement. All right, let's get this show on the road. Hello and welcome to the Katie Carlson Show, a podcast for real, raw, authentic conversations with today's magic makers, love creators, and game changers. I'm Katie Carlson, and I'm so excited to introduce you to real people, real talk, and real stories while embracing the beautiful chaos of life. Thank you so much, Gerald, for being here today. I am so excited to talk to you. You are one of my dearest friends, and I'm just so grateful to know you and be connected to you. You know, it's funny that I didn't actually get to, I didn't meet you that long ago. I guess it was back in January at Business Mastery, Tony Robbins Business Mastery in West Palm Beach. And the moment I met you, you had this like such a powerful energy and aura about you that it just, I don't know, I was, I was instantly drawn to it. And so I'm just so grateful um, for you and just being able to get to know you over these last several months and being a part of the work and the journey that you have been putting together and as we navigate this incredible time. So thank you for being here. It is always such a pleasure. And I feel the same way about you. You know, you, you just, you run around um, at these events with unicorn snot, just sparkling yes. everyone up and, and just spreading your magic. And that's, that's how I know that I'm around my soul sister is because like, you just feel that magic. And, and for the people that are listening or, or watching this, you know what that's like when you meet someone where there's such deep soul resonance that you're like, oh my gosh, this is someone I just want to hang out with. This is someone that I just feel better by being around. And Katie, you're definitely one of those people for me. Oh, thank you. I feel the same about you. So thank you. I really appreciate it. Um, so before we got started, we were talking about, Hey, let's get ourselves into state. Let's, you know, let's, let's, let's shake our body out. Let's do something. And, um, we thought it'd be a great idea for Gerald to lead us in an incredible soul activation exercise. Yeah. And let's talk about this real quick because yeah. the reason why this is important is because we have this ability to fest and create in our life. In fact, it's a superpower that we all have. We can't turn it off. The challenge is most of us run our life unconsciously and mm. we create from a low state, right? Mm. And and it's really easy here. I was like starting the call and I was like slumped over in the couch <laughs> and just ready to have a nice <laughs> chill conversation. But just knowing that there's someone that's gonna be listening to this and makes me really desire mm. to like show up fully and just make sure that I can give it all. And my level two or three or four energy state can't do that. So it's important for everyone that's listening to this to, to have the power and awareness to check in. On a scale of one to 10, how are you showing up right now? 10 being you're the absolute most confident, powerful, energetic version of yourself. One being you're completely depressed, sad, you don't want to engage with the world. On a scale of one to 10, everyone just identify where in your mind you are right now. Katie, where are you? I would say I'm about a seven. 
Perfect. Seven. And once again, at a seven, you can do a lot, yeah. right? A seven is great. You can, you can interact with people. You can do meaningful things. But I want you to tune in, everyone, to what challenges or opportunities you're facing in your life right now. Because at a level seven, you create a level seven life. You create a level seven income. You create a level seven relationship. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to upgrade, if you want to create a level 10 life in every area, then obviously it requires us to is really important. So I'm going to guide you through a really quick soul activation process is what we call it. Soul activation is, is the practice of up-leveling our energy so we can show up in a powerful vibration of creation, mm. our level 10 self. So, so let's do that. And, and from that space, I know that whatever Katie and I create in this moment, it's going to be that much more magical, yes. that much more powerful, more impactful, that much more life-changing. So, Absolutely. So let's so um, this is for everyone. I'm going to invite you to play along with us um, as we do this. So, so right now, whatever number you gave yourself, whether it's a four or five or six, just I'm going to invite you to be aware of like what that looks like in your body. What's your recipe for level seven or what's your level, recipe for level six? Triad in neurolinguistic programs is these three aspects that create the recipe for what we um, – for our state. The first is our physiology or body. I'm just gonna have everyone just check in in your body right now and whatever number you identified, how are you holding your body? And as we do this, we just wanna create an awareness of how we are creating this emotion or this feeling in our body. Emotions are interesting because emotions aren't something we feel, emotions are something we do. I'm gonna say that again. Emotions aren't something we feel, they're something we do. We create and generate that emotion through a combination of this recipe that we have. So just what is your recipe for feeling level seven, level six, or whatever your number was. And it's how we hold our body. Just notice how we breathe. Notice where your focus is. Notice how you hold your shoulders. Notice how you're holding tension in your body, whatever it might be. Just like feel into your body and just get present now. Now in this moment, I'm going to invite you to transfer to the next aspect of your recipe, which is your focus. What are those things that you focus on when you're in this energy state? So Katie, what are the things you focus on? When you're at a seven, when you're showing up at a seven, what are the thoughts or pictures that go through your mind? That I wanna be present, that I also wanna just have um, a level of confidence that allows me to um, exude out the energy that I need in each, like in this moment. So like right now, um, prior to this, I've been basically working behind the scenes all day for a Tony Robbins event, which has been amazing and incredible and a little bit exhausting. Um, <laughs> and so I was very much looking forward to this. And so I, I really kind of, I needed to kind of check in with myself and in my energy. Um, I would say again, being at a seven, I'm not at a 10, but I'm, I feel, I'm focusing on what's ahead, what's ahead, like what, what we're going to talk about, how we're going to engage in this discussion. Yeah. And I'm going to invite everyone to like tune in. So for me, before I started this conversation, I just got back from this long drive, been in the car for an hour and a half, was feeling exhausted, tired, just wanted to take a nap. I was thinking about all these things I had to do, all this stress. So that's what for me looks like a level five, right? Yeah. And that's what those pictures that go through our mind. The third part of the recipe are the words that we say to ourselves. Mm. The words and, and understand that every 
word has a vibration. Whether spoken or not, those words have vibrations. For me, at a level five state, my thoughts are, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, I don't have energy, I'm overwhelmed, I can't do it all. That's my level five self. <laughs> what about you, Katie? What, what's your level seven? seven? Well, I mean, I think it's it says that I got this, I can do this, I'm motivated, I'm excited, um, and I also know that I could turn it up a notch. Cool. All right. Your, your level seven is way more powerful than my level seven, so I love it. All right. So <laughs> we're going to crank it up. And so for everyone that's listening, this isn't just to listen to. This is an experience. Like the only way we learn is through experience. We're not here to give you more information. The transformation happens from experience and through implementation. So I'm going to have you just check in with your body. Just shake out your body right now and just release all of that old energy, all of those old stories, all of those old concerns. Just let it go right now. Yeah, stretch it out maybe. And what we're doing is like, even though it might seem simple or might seem a little bit silly, this is proven neurologically. Right now, I'm just going to invite you to stand up if you aren't standing already. And in this moment, I'm just going to invite you to just stand as your level 10 self. Just if you could step instantly into being your level 10 self and like that right now, plant your feet um, by Amy Cuddy at Harvard on power poses. And there's an incredible TED talk. If you haven't watched it yet, go and watch it. But that TED talk really emphasizes the power of body language to signal to our subconscious how we want to feel and experience in this moment. So just stand like you're totally confident. Just notice already that energy beginning to rise. In this moment, focus on the thoughts. Imagine yourself being your highest and best version now. See yourself accomplishing your goals and dreams. See yourself living the life you want to live and just feel that feeling wash over your body as you just focus and tune all of your attention to those images and thoughts and bring them closer, make them brighter and stronger right now. And now in this moment, just focus on the words that allow you to feel powerful and confident and wise and loving and just focus on those words. And what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna do a quick breathing exercise because this helps activate the body, the energy in our body. So we're gonna do 30 breaths and these 30 breaths help oxygenate your system that brings in energy that brings in vitality that expands your confidence all of these things are going to help you show up so you can get the most out of this time that we have together and then show up and crush them the rest of your day i'm going to do 30 breaths today um, as, um, as a kind of signal to some of my subconscious that i'm pulling in all of this energy from the universe so I'm just going to encourage you to just imagine every breath, you bring in more energy. Every breath, you bring in more light. Every time you exhale, you're just releasing anything that doesn't serve. We're going to do 30 intentional breaths right now. Ready? Begin. That's good. We're halfway there. Five more.
This time, breathe all the way in and just hold it to the top as long as you can. All the way in, all the way in, fill up your lungs, all the way to the top, expand, 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 and hold it to the top. And in this moment, just push that energy, push it out to the tips of your fingers, push it out to the tips of your toes, feel that energy flooding every cell of your body. This light, feel that sensation in your body, just feel that strength, feel that power, feel that certainty flow through you. Right now, just stand as your most powerful self, that part of you that is unstoppable, that part of you that is indomitable, that part of you that is courageous, wise, loving, just step into that right now and just feel that strength flowing as you can as you feel that energy cycling through you and feel your feet planted firmly on the ground. And as you exhale, just simply let go and feel yourself present in this moment and place your hands on your heart. I'm just gonna invite everyone to just check in right now. Just a simple practice like that, holding the intention that you just step into your level 10 self and it's as easy as that. Notice how you're feeling right now on a scale of one to 10. How are you? Katie, how are you right I'm now? I'm at a 10. Yeah, I'm on a 10 too. Like, boom, it's, and it's that it's simple. It's instant. This space is like, whoa, bring it on. And I'm so yeah. excited. And, the, and you probably hear the energy in my voice. Like I'm way more energetic and inspired and, and ready to take on whatever challenge. And I hope everyone that's going through this can feel that too. Mm. And just tune in to the recipe that this version of you operates in to feel that is accessible to us at any moment, yet so often we live unconsciously that we just drift into our level four or five or six state and get stuck in low energy cycles and we wonder why life isn't working out the way we want it to. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you, Gerald. That was really amazing and so powerful. I love that. I mean, you know, I know we both have done a lot of work and understanding kind of how the physiology really plays. It can be the initial trigger to really set the stage for how we show up each and every moment. And it's so powerful and like leveraging the breath like that every time I do that. And I mean, I do that multiple times a day, different types of like breath techniques and things like that, but it's so powerful and it's, and it's, it's at, it's so accessible, you know, it's at our fingertips. It's so powerful. And I think that's what's important for people to remember. I, I call this principle, I call it emotional sovereignty. Emotional sovereignty is understanding Mm. that we have, we have full ownership of how we feel. We don't have to feel sad. We don't have to feel depressed. We don't have to feel exhausted. We can, in that instant, just like we experience right now, shift our energy state, right? Emotional sovereignty is when we claim and take control over how we are experiencing and creating our life. I love that. I love that emotional sovereignty. That's amazing. So, Gerald, um, I'm sure not life hasn't always been like this, right? And you haven't been always in this work. So take it, take me back. Talk to me, talk to us a little bit about how you got to doing what you're doing and being this spiritual, uh, transformational leader that is paving the way for how we show up in our lives to really build, to build the life that we deserve. So how did you get here? Yeah, that's, that's such a great question. And it's fun for each of us to kind of look back on our own unique soul journey my soul journey that led me from being um, a boy growing up in Minnesota in a family of eight kids, you know, in this little suburban town outside of Minneapolis to someone. And I was deeply insecure. I was so nervous and so shy and so awkward. Like I, (laughs) like I I remember. I find that so hard to believe by the way. 
I know it's so funny and especially around pretty girls like I never could have actually talked to someone like Katie just because Aww. I was so nervous it's just so shy I, I didn't even kiss a girl for the first time until I was almost 22 years old just because I was <laughs> so I was so so nervous and I was so afraid and and I had this like really soft voice and I just I wanted to be the good boy you know I wanted to be the good boy that everyone liked and that didn't cause trouble and I was the middle of eight kids and I just wanted to make my mom proud and somehow you know um and it's and it's funny looking back at that evolution of our soul yeah. and how but there was something inside of me that was calling for more and um at when I graduated from college I was actually an artist I don't know um these paintings in the background are, are paintings Did of mine and they're amazing yeah, i had no this, idea this is, a, this is a bigger one back here it's like six feet oh my gosh gerald that's yeah. beautiful um i know holy cow i've never seen any yeah, of this those that are listening uh, yeah so i this is amazing like art was my passion because it was like this secluded place where i could be in my own world and create right because i was too afraid to go create in the real world at some level and and so it was my refuge and it was like this beautiful place for me to, um, I could be anything I wanted to be, you know, through my art. And, um, and then, then I got introduced, my brother gave me this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'm sure most of your audience has heard or listened yeah. to or watched, the, read that book. Um, but that like ignited my mind for the first time and led me on this path of like being curious, not just about money, but about how I can actually create and live the life that I wanted to live. And I built a real estate business and I failed miserably and I succeeded over time. Like, I think the one thing as I look back at my soul's journey that I really can acknowledge myself is my willingness to fail, my willingness to suck, my willingness to make mistakes. I think that perhaps is my greatest asset is that I'm not afraid of, of failing. I'm not afraid of losing because I know it's part of this, the path to figure things out. And sure enough, after time, I figured out real estate and I bought, you know, 80 plus homes and, and was doing really good. And then reading again, and was going through bankruptcy and foreclosure and just trying to figure out who I am and what I'm here for. And, and at some level, when I got into real estate, I, I bought into one of the biggest lies that I think most of us um, get stuck into at some point. Maybe not everyone, but I think a lot of us, this idea that success or happiness or freedom. I somehow believed that if I just made enough money, then I could live the life I wanted. If I just made enough money, then I could go live my purpose. If I just made enough money, then I could, you know, create the things. And, and Bankruptcy was the best thing that ever happened to me. The real estate crash was the best thing that had ever happened to me because it helped me make a decision. I'm not going to procrastinate my purpose. Mm. <laughs> you can say that again. I'm not going to procrastinate my purpose, believing a lie that somehow I need to have all these other things in place before I start living it. And, um, and so I decided, what do I really feel drawn to do? And over the time that I was, uh, over the time that I was in um, the real estate business, I started getting exposed. You know, I got exposed to Tony Robbins and T.R. Vecker and Bob Proctor and 
you know, Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield and Les Brown and all of these greats. And, and I got exposed to their wisdom and, and there was something about personal development that lit me up and, and awoke me to new possibilities and, and lit me on fire. And, and in this moment of transition where I made the decision not to sell out to money, not to be what I affectionately call a prostitute for profit anymore. I like that. Prostitute for profit. Prostitute for profit. You know, a lot of people do this. They they do jobs that they don't love using their life force. Oh no, we lost you. Are you there? Okay. (laughs) I'm back now. Are you? Yeah. So so this idea of prostitute for profit, you know, where we're just doing things to make money, but it doesn't fill our soul, you know? Um, And so for me, yeah, the commitment, I was like, I'm, I'm going to live my purpose now. I don't know what it is. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want to make a difference in people's lives. And it really put me on the path of, it was really a quest. You know, I've, I've, I've traveled the world over the last decade. I've spent a month with a enlightened guru in India. I spent 10 days in silence at a Vipassana meditation retreat. I've done ayahuasca with a shaman in, in Colombia. I've done, you know, countless personal development events and experiences. I spent a whole year in the platinum program with Tony Robbins, all of these things to gain this arsenal of tools to know how to create and live my life the way I'm meant to so I can make the impact yeah. and the income that I want. And that's what I'm passionate about. And it's, I think, I think at the end of the day, we, we do, we teach those things that we most need to hear. So Ooh, I love that. We teach those uh, things that we most need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. We, we create those things we most want to grow in, you know, like yeah. for me, this pursuit of, of spiritual evolution, this, this pursuit of growing purpose-driven businesses, this pursuit of, of changing lives and, you know, everywhere from, you know, when I went through bankruptcy, you know, I, I got curious, how do you start from scratch? And I got to learn that and I got to teach that. When I went through divorce, how do you heal a broken heart and, and find mm-hmm. who you are on the other side of, of a devastating relationship failure? Um, and it all became part of my messy message. You know? Yeah. Message of, of how to actually show up and live the life that you want. Yeah. So and they always, they always say the, that the mess is, is the message, right? Well, and, and it is because that's what you're passionate. Yeah. Doctrating because I've never had a mess there. You know, I can't teach that. I have no desire to teach that. It doesn't light me up. doesn't inspire me. But the question of who am I at my core? What are my spiritual gifts? I get lit up about that because I want to know for myself. And so, <laughs> Yeah. And then in the process, you're helping others find the same, which is really, which is really beautiful and, uh, really powerful. So, um, you know, as you mentioned, you've traveled all around and you're a lot, a large core of your business up until now, up until this incredible beer virus pandemic that we're under or that we've been (laughs) under, which we all, and I know you and I've spoken about this, that, um, it's, this is a beautiful opportunity for all of us right now. Um, but like many people, your business has gotten, has, has had to be transformed overnight, right? Because you're a lot of what you were doing were, were in-person events and retreats, um, and that sort of thing. And then, um, I, I also noticed that 
you're not letting COVID slow you down. You know, you're, you're innovating through the mess, right. And creating so much beauty and energy in so many people's lives through all of this, that you're also reinventing yourself. Talk to me a little bit about this process that you've been going through. So I think reinvention is, is the core of the conversation. You know, there, there's a quote that I often say, it's by a guy named Eric Hoffer, and it says this. It says, in times of change, learners inherit the earth, while the learned find themselves beautifully equipped to deal with a world that no longer exists. Mm. And I think it's this ability to adapt and evolve that is perhaps the greatest asset that we have as human beings, especially at this time. The world is changing, changing faster than ever before. I remember um, at one of these, you know, events like Tony Robbins puts on this platinum financial event and brings in, you know, all these billionaires and world leaders and economists. And, um, and the thing that I, that really struck me most out of that whole experience was someone that said in the next 10 years, the world will change more than it has in the last 100 years combined. Wow. In the next 10 years, technology, AI, biotech, all of these industries will transform in ways that, like imagine 1920, imagine 1920. Most people didn't have cars. You know, I don't know if radios were even invented. TVs certainly weren't. People were just like, you know. Oh, but the fashion was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd love to go back to the 20s. Yeah. But think how different the world is in 2020. Now imagine 10 years from now, that equivalent amount of change where in 10 years, driver's licenses are going to be because everyone's going to have self-driving cars. Everyone's going to, you know, they expect the life expectancy to shoot up to 140 or 150 years old. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, because of advances in, in biotech and, and all of these different, there's so many things that we can't even fathom. And once again, if you're, think about a company, right? Companies that make phone books. If you're still, you know, depending on your phone book technology, you're doomed, you're screwed. Your business is is obsolete. You know, you look at companies like Blockbuster or Kodak or all of these other, they just didn't evolve fast enough. And so for me, this this journey of evolution is so, some personalities which crave certainty and they are so screwed right now. <laughs> it is so frustrating and so terrifying. And it's it like, like if you if if your primary need is certainty, uh, like the only way to find certainty is is to close your eyes and pretend like, <laughs> or just to get really present, right? Well, and well, that's a different type of certainty, right? Yeah. Like you can find certainty within yourself, but if you're expecting certainty in the world around you, oh gosh, yeah, certainty in your career and in the economy and all those different things like, like it is doom. It's a recipe for frustration, but there's other people that have leaned, know how to lean on a desire for uncertainty and uncertainty is this ability to adapt and experience change gracefully, the ability to like be in the flow. And so I think for me, my practice, when COVID hit our business model of doing live events and retreats instantly become obsolete, at least for a season. And so we just got to get curious. It's like, Oh, 
I, I lean on these beliefs. Like these are the beliefs that allow me to navigate with optimism and courage. With oh. that belief, I know that- Wait, we missed it. We missed the belief you cut out. Oh, it's What's... awesome yet? It was, you cut out. So what was the first, what was the belief? Oh, sorry. The first belief is everything happens for a reason. Mm. With that belief, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I don't know how it's awesome yet, but I know something amazing is going to happen on the other end of this, right? Yeah. That belief is so central to believe that it's happening for a reason, not some, you know, there's so many different theories. I don't know. It could be a big conspiracy theory. It could be <laughs> Bill Gates and his desire to take over humankind has released this virus on the planet and, and wants to vaccinate everyone and plant microchips in them so they all become it's like robots. Brave New World. You read that book? You read <laughs> right. Brave New World? Oh, my uh, God. But, the, but there are so many conspiracy theories out there, which I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if any of that. But what I do know is when I believe that everything's happening for a reason, then it allows me to show up with optimism. Second, I believe about myself, any change. I know I can. Say that again. You cut out a little bit. Say that again. So, sorry. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> can navigate any change i am bigger than my problems right having an awareness of who you are is required for you to show up in confidence despite uncertainty because of that belief because i know who i am if it's a hurricane out there i can still show up as the eye in the center of the storm Ooh. Because I know who I am and I know that I'm bigger than any problem I will ever face. I love that. Believe. The third belief in regards to business is this. It's just like my business is built on solving people's problems. And I know there's more problems than ever before. I just get to keep, be curious whose problems that I can serve, I can solve, Right. And so with that, we started getting curious, like, well, what can we do? How can we show up? How can we serve? What opportunities are available for us to take care of the people that are hurting right now? And um, that's what led to the 21 day challenge that we had over a thousand people, you know, join. Which was incredible, by the way. It's so Absolutely fun. Absolutely amazing. It was so incredible. The people's lives that were changed during that challenge. I mean, and I was, you know, I had the honor of leading a, a smaller group in that and that uh, challenge and just hearing everybody's breakthroughs and, you know, the connectedness that came from that and like that feeling of belonging was so powerful. Yeah. And, and once again, like it, it came because we were exploring how can we serve and we stopped focusing on our own problems and started exploring how can we serve other people in theirs. Right. And and, you know, with that, there's infinite possibilities of, of ways to grow and evolve and expand your business, but it requires you to, to look at the problem in a different way, right? And just like they say, you know, any, a problem cannot be solved in the same energy through which it was created, right? There's, there's this, when our world breaks down, and I know many of you that are listening to this, like your world is breaking down. In one way or another, it could be your business, it could be your relationship, it could be health problems, whatever. When the when your life breaks down, it's this invitation to rise and to elevate beyond, and you have to 
you have to upgrade your consciousness. You have to upgrade your vibration if you want to find a new solution, not keep recreating the old problem. I love that. I love how you say like it, it's an invitation, right? To move beyond, to get curious, right? Yeah. And to see beyond where that problem exists in that level of energy, you know, and, and really rise up. Cause I do, I know I've told you this many times, like I think throughout this entire, um, you know, pandemic and situation, it's an, it's an opportunity for us all. And we're constantly being tested, right? Like we're constantly having to pivot and shift and, you know, get creative and think of new ways of how to serve and how to contribute even more. Cause I know for like the work that you guys are doing, um, you know, with the, with the legendary group. And I know you have a lot of different projects out there that you're working on, which I'd love for you to speak about here in a little bit, but it's a, it's an opportunity to rise up, right? Because when we shine our light, it encourages others to shine theirs. Right. And it creates this like ripple effect. Well, like understand how to redefine their problems. Because we look at like, what are the problems you're experiencing in your life? And people think, oh my gosh, I'm having a problem with my spouse, or I'm having a problem in my business, or I'm having a problem with my employees, or I'm having a problem with cash flow or whatever. Yeah. And as long as you see it as like a problem, it's going to be like this roadblock that keeps you from moving forward. But if you can transition in your mind mm -hmm. to an opportunity, it shifts the game completely, you know? the way that I actually love looking at problems, like when my world like is falling apart, which has happened, right? Like it happens to all of us. When my world is falling apart, there's a part of me because I've been through the cycle before that I, that I get excited. It's like, because <gasps> this is how I, I redefine a problem. I define it as the universe's invitation for me to upgrade. That's it. The universe is giving me an invitation to upgrade. <laughs> That's how I see problems. It's just like, oh, thank you, universe. Obviously, it's time for another upgrade. And but but it wasn't always that easy. You had to condition that into yourself. You had to condition that into yourself. So there's different things that, right, that you do to condition that because it's it's not just you can't say, oh, okay, I'm going to look at this differently, right? It's it's like building a muscle. Yeah, and 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 just consider every time we have something that happens in our life that isn't how we want it to be is another opportunity to condition that muscle. Right. And it's, it's just that like, it could be every day. It's just like, I look at triggers being the same thing. It's, it's an invitation to heal. That's all a trigger is. It's just like, oh, there's something yeah. in me that's getting, that's receiving an invite to heal. I'm not saying it's always easy, but that perspective at least gives me hope yeah. and helps me see the experience mm -hmm. through a different perspective rather than experiencing it as a victim feeling that. like the problem is something outside of me i experience as a conscious creator that says wow this is happening for me for reason and i know the solution is inside of me so i look in the right place mm. for that solution that's really beautiful that's really beautiful thank you for sharing that so i know we're, we're kind of coming up here a little bit on time and there's there's questions that i always like to ask everybody just to get to know everyone kind of on a little bit more of a playful um, playful level and just get to know you in a different, um, in a different way. So I'm curious, um, we all have different books that have influenced us, uh, out there. What, what book has influenced you the most and why? Mm. I really love the book, the alchemist, mm. the alchemist, because it's like this, um, it's a narrative of a dreamer that is on a journey looking for his, purpose looking for his treasure and it's this beautiful metaphor of, of of 
everything we need at the exact right moment that we need it. And I really love, I love allegorical fictions like that, that like guide us through this metaphor that help us understand ourselves better. Yeah. I, it's a, it's an incredible book. Uh, for those of you that have not read it, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, for you to grab it. It's an incredible read uh, and it's a quick read too. It's a, it's a great book. Um, okay. So if you could do anything that you wanted to tonight, anywhere for any amount of money, what would you do and why? If I could go anywhere in the world with any amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No time. Like not like you can go anywhere. COVID's not here. The beer virus is gone. Money is not an option that isn't a, a roadblock or anything like that. What would you do and why? At heart. I think I would, um, I think I would go on a trek through Asia from like Thailand to Cambodia. And I would just explore mm-hmm. these an- ancient temples and I would hire some old monk to guide me mm-hmm. down these um, paths beyond where tourists go deep into the jungle and just see these ancient places and just consider the people and the life lives that created them. I would love that. That's really beautiful. I, and one thing I just have to say about you, Gerald, I love your ability to articulate words that really provide a profound meaning behind them. Um, you have incredible presence when you speak and I can be, like you can feel, I think everybody else can, that's listening to this can probably feel that. Um, it's so authentic, it's genuine, and it's, it's really, really powerful. So, um, okay, next question. If you had the opportunity to meet one person you have not met, who would it be and why? And then what would you talk about? I would love, gosh, there's so many people, you know, um, but I think it would be so fascinating to sit down with the Dalai Lama and I would just want to hear about what, it was like for him growing up, you know? I wanna, I wanna know, like, I'm always curious about like, what's the recipe of someone that becomes like a world leader? And what was it like before he was the world leader? You know, what was it like for him as a little boy yeah. growing up in Tibet or, you know, India or Nepal or these different places? And, and um, yeah. just that spiritual journey that led him to where he's at. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Thank you for that. So you're stuck. This is the next question. You're stuck on a deserted island and you can only take three things. What would they be? Well, the first would be Katie Carlson because then uh, <laughs> just these extreme. You're so kind. Uh, um, I would love a, um, like I want to get practical because I know I'm going to need some food. So Either a fishing pole or a giant refrigerator stocked with a year's supply of food. <laughs> I like it. I and like solar powered refrigerator. <laughs> and and, That's smart. and a solar powered jet ski. So we could go cruise around and have some fun. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's great. So Gerald, when and where were you the happiest in your life? And was I happiest in my life mm-hmm. in the world is taking individuals on these exotic transformational retreats. So um, like last year we went to mm. Nepal and you know, I've been to Kenya and Hawaii and all these other places. And there's something about taking a group 
of seekers, a group of people that are passionate about making the world better and passionate about being better as human beings and taking them to an exotic part of the world, there's something that's just indefinably magic about it, you know? The ancient streets and, and visiting these different cultures and watching these, mm-hmm. you know, these dances and, and doing deep dive internal work as, as we're, you know, finding ourselves on, as we're like visiting these other places. Like there was this uh, moment as we were in Nepal, this was actually right before COVID where we took this group of people and we went to this monastery up at the top of these mountains and we had everyone dress in white and we took them in and we did like this really sacred uh, plant ceremony and everyone's hearts were so wide open. It was like, everyone was like glowing as, as, they're in the state of like deep remembrance of who they are and we're in this unbelievably um, historic and magical, you know, monastery that has been there for, you know, thousands of years. And it was, it was extraordinary. I love, I love those moments. Yeah. And those, and they're coming back. They'll be back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. And I like the moments of just going to the park behind my house and just sitting in, under a tree and taking a nap. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. equally happy there, but yeah. about, you know, the places on the other side of the world that really light me up. Definitely. Definitely. And we'll be there again. So I really just appreciate your time and just who you are as a person. You have such an incredible energy and presence about you. And I know everyone else will feel that, feel the same when they hear, see this, however they're viewing this. Yes, it is on YouTube as well. So you get to see how handsome Gerald is in his blue hair. Everybody knows Gerald from his blue hair. Um, and it, we can always spot him. It's amazing. So tell me a little bit about what you're working on now and how people can get in touch with you, how they can find you, how they can work with you. So right now we're building, we call it a tribe. We call it our legendary tribe. It's a tribe of, of, warriors of light, you know, people that are here to make a difference, people that have accomplished big things in their business, but they know that they're here for something more and they want to make a bigger difference and impact on the planet. The legendary tribe is a place where we really call it a school of transformation to explore human potential. Because we all at some level know we're here for more than we've Mm. been demonstrating. We all know that we haven't been fully living up to our potential. and, And so the legendary tribe is is a space where we can really practice and show up as authentic human beings in all of our glory and all of our mess and gain practical tools to help us double our income and to increase our impact and to find greater fulfillment and joy and activate our spiritual gifts in a meaningful way and um and i'm really passionate about this tribe we call them our soul family and so we're just calling in our soul family. That's what we're doing. So if someone's listened to this and these words resonate and more importantly, like the energy resonates, then um, I'm going to invite you to come, come play with us. We have a Facebook group. It's called our legendary tribe.com our legendary tribe.com and hop on there, send me a private message. And um, I would love to invite you to come play with this group of extraordinary individuals that are making a difference in the world. Yeah. And it's, it's incredible to work and this, the people that are in that tribe um, and what you're doing. It's, it's really powerful. So I'll definitely put that link in the show notes as well. Okay. So last question. And again, I just, I thank you so much for your time and 
your presence to have this conversation today. If you were going to leave our listeners with one little token, little trinket, little, little advice, because you've given us so much right already, but if there's just like one thing that you want people to know, there's a little sliver of advice, what would it be? Um, I, I feel like we're all in such a space of transition. I know a lot of people um, are being really affected um, by what's happening. And it's not so much the virus, it's not so much um, even like the racist conflict that's been happening, but it's internally people are feeling unsettled and unsure. And um, I urge everyone to be patient with yourself, you know, be patient with the journey. It's messy, it's exhausting sometimes. Sometimes you don't know what to do or where it's going, but be patient because it all works out and just surround yourself with inspiring people. And as much as possible, hang out with Katie Carlson. <laughs> Listen to her podcast as much as you can. But that's Aww. like, I'm genuine about that because there's something about just surrounding ourselves, right? It's not even so much about the words. It's not about the content. It's just because Katie is a high vibrational human being. Just by listening to her, your life will be better just because you've dedicated that time to be in her frequency. So that's my advice. Just focus on finding high vibe people to surround yourself with because the world is going to continue to be crazy. (laughs) But when you're around people that um, are good kind of crazy, it's a lot more fun. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally agree, which is why I love being around you and so many of the other beautiful souls, um, that are part of your tribe as well. So thank you again. I really appreciate it. You're, I, I can't wait to have you back. You know, it'll be Gerald part two. I love that. Um, okay. Have an amazing rest of your day and thanks again. And I can't wait to have you back. Okay, friends, if you loved this episode and you want more Gerald and his legendary team in your life, go to legendaryseminar.com for more information on his next event. His next seminar is coming up at the early October. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Yours truly will also be there. I'm super excited about it. It's going to be magic and use this promo code special for a special discount for you guys only. So check it out. I can't wait to see you there. Sending you all lots of love, energy, and an abundance of light. Thank you from my everything for being here today. Your time is valuable and I'm so beyond grateful that you were here with us for today's episode. Please subscribe so that you get updates on all the latest episodes as well as hear about all the incredible upcoming guests we have lined up. Also would absolutely love for you to leave a review and let me know your thoughts, your feedback, your biggest takeaways, etc. Reviews help me and my growing team serve you even more. As always, sending you a big hug, love, energy, and an abundance of light.